What's up, guys? Good afternoon. Welcome back to another episode of the Blockhash Podcast, episode 335. Today, we're going to be talking about Ledger and Ledger's new service called Ledger Recover. We did a video on it uh, recently on the YouTube channel, but I want to talk about an update with what's happening with Ledger now uh, temporarily suspending the launch of Ledger Recover and the reasons for why. So to give a little bit of context, and I'll pull this up while um, I'm explaining it, Ledger released a service called Ledger Recover. Now, Ledger Recover was designed to allow individuals to give access to their private keys to Ledger, which would be stored in multiple different companies, and they'd break the Ledger uh, private key that you have into multiple segments and each company would hold a segment. And the idea was that if you are someone that's not as crypto savvy and you're prone to losing your passwords or forgetting your username or you don't remember how to store your private key correctly or responsibly, that Ledger would be able to allow you to recover that important information since so many people hold a lot of money through Ledger devices. And I'll tell you what, the seed phrase is not perfect. It's something that even I've had personal problems with in the past, but it's something a lot of people are having problems with right now. And Ledger's trying to create a solution around it. So congrats to them for that. But at the same time, it does present a lot of issues. So Ledger Recover, the main issue that people are upset about is the fact that you can recover it through Ledger, your private key, simply by providing ID verification. Now, ID verification is something that has been known to be prone to um, bad actors being able to bypass in many situations where all they got to do is spoof your identity, get access to your ID, or figure out a, a way around the system through that mean. And by doing so, it allows them to get access potentially to your private keys. And this is a potential really bad backdoor. This also brings up some issues with potential firmware updates where Ledger has stated that firmware will not allow backdoor access or create an, an instance where someone could get into your hardware wallet. And then they had posted something on Twitter saying that it is possible through a firmware update. So that also got people a little riled up. And now Ledger's having a PR nightmare and they're walking back their stance on a lot of things. Um, so I'm going to read this article to you where Ledger has recently just postponed the release of the key recovery service called Ledger Recover uh, due to all this backlash. So it says in the article that the cryptocurrency wallet manufacturer Ledger has been the subject of several criticisms for its new Ledger recovery feature. The firm CEO, Pascal, um, even defended the new feature, stating that this is what future customers want. There's an argument for this, but let, let's read this out fully and then we'll debate it. So users expressing concerns about Ledger's new recovery feature have raised questions regarding its safety. The feature involves the storage of encrypted user seed phrases with third-party custodians. Critics argue that this approach contradicts Ledger's claim the dedication to privacy um, and security. Now, according to the latest update, Ledger has decided to delay the release of the new key recovery feature. According to the details from the CEO himself in a recent letter to users, the CEO stated that the new feature will not be rolled out until the feature code is released and the wallet manufacturer has also decided to host a Twitter space session um, today. Actually, when, about the time this is going out, if you guys want to check it out on Twitter, to discuss the same thing. The CEO stated verbatim, we have made the decision to accelerate the open sourcing roadmap. We will include as much of the Ledger operating system as possible, starting with core components of the OS, 
and Ledger Recover, which won't be released until this work is complete, which is good news. I mean, he is dedicated to proving that they're not, you know, trying to either maliciously or unintentively, you know, create problems with the Ledger device where people have these concerns. He wants to be open about it. They're releasing their code um, for people to review, to audit, for a third party to look at before it even comes out. So I commend the CEO of Ledger and Ledger as a company for doing that. It's very important because people do have these concerns. Uh, the CEO also stated that a significant portion of crypto users face challenges concerning private key ownership and security practices when it comes to storing the keys, like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. However, the recent backlash from the community questioning the security has caused the company to postpone, postpone the release of the feature, as we have discussed. Um, so th this is the problem. Like I mentioned at the very beginning, and like the CEO is mentioning, this is a problem for people that, you know, aren't accustomed to storing their private keys safely. And it has led to a lot of people losing their money, whether it's through Ledger or another means, another company, another device, another method. Um, it's something in the industry that we need to fix. And Ledger's just trying to fix that. So for, for that instance, I commend Ledger very much for trying. And hopefully maybe this pans out and becomes a good service. Um, and this is something that isn't going to be mandatory for people to do. It is optional. It's a subscription-based solution that users can sign up for if they really want to use it. The, the security concerns are uh, valid concerns. You know, if you can just provide an ID, you know, couldn't someone just come up to you, put a gun to your head and say, hey, give me your ID, and then they could go recover your seed phrase and steal all your money if they found out you were doing so. Um you know, the benefit of a ledger device, if someone came up and put in a gun to your head, they ask for your money, you can give them your wallet. They ask for your phone, you can give them your phone. They ask for your ledger device, you can give them the ledger device. If they ask for you to open the ledger device, you can open it with a spoof address and they would never know in the first place. Or you could say no and they could shoot you and not get anything. So uh, the benefit of the ledger device, the way it works now is fantastic because it's bulletproof in that sense. No one can force you to give up your actual amount of money if you take all the precautions, security precautions necessary. And if you know what to do in those kinds of situations and people can't just hack it, you know, it's not that simple. Um, the, the only issue is where you store your private keys and, you know, maybe potential firmware update and stuff like that. But I mean, Ledger's pretty diligent about that. I think what also concerns people is the data breach that Ledger had a couple of years back where they were able to get names and emails and stuff like that. Uh, it did not affect anyone's holdings through their ledger wallets. It didn't affect their private keys, but public, more public and easily accessible information was taken. So that also concerns people. But all in all, just in my opinion, from my own analysis, watching this and going over this, this is not something for people to be concerned about right now. There's a lot of other problems out there in the world that you should be paying attention to. You know, I understand how this can be scary for people, but the backlash really isn't that necessary, in my opinion. Yes, be critical about it, hold them to a high standard and expect them to, you know, explain their reasoning behind doing something like this without just rushing it out. Ask for the code to be open sourced. Reach out to members of the Ledger team for clarification. You know, go through whatever process you need to do and encourage people in the community to do the same thing. But the backlash against Ledger is probably not something that is necessary. There's other things that we should be worried about that we can focus on right now. But that is my take. 
I love Ledger. They're a great company. They have a fantastic reputation other than a few things that have happened in the past. Like every other company out there, they do their best from what I can tell. And I've always had a good experience. So they're doing this to help users. So maybe this will become something that is beneficial. But if you don't believe in the Ledger Recover service, then don't use it. It doesn't affect you. If you don't, it doesn't affect anyone else. You know, it is just an option. That is it. If you don't like it, don't use it. You know, plus there's other um, hardware wallets out there that are just as good, like Trezor, for example. So look at those options, give them considerations, but stop worrying about this shit so much. All right, guys, that's it for today. Uh, Thank you for tuning in for the episode. We'll have a couple really cool episodes coming out this week with some guests. Um, So stay tuned for that. I'll leave it as a surprise and you'll see when it gets posted uh, to be dropped. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe if you already do. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Uh, Make sure to check out our sponsor, Pika Crypto, which they are helping revolutionize this intersection between gaming and Web3 blockchain and NFTs, and they're doing a fantastic job, and I'm so happy to have them part of the podcast and to share more information about them. Also, check out the Patreon. We do chart analysis and market breakdowns Monday through Friday if you are into that kind of stuff, so make sure to check that out on Patreon as well. Um, All right, guys. See you tomorrow. Cheers. Mm -hmm.